0: Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt.
1: Welcome along to another Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden
0: and our expert... Hang on, where is he? i, I tell you where he is. He's in his motorhome on holiday. It's holiday season and he's left me behind to look after the ducks. Yeah, don't ask. But I tell you what, Matt's not gone completely. In this episode, he's talking to someone whose opinion you really need to hear. But first of all, let's hear from the man himself, our expert motorhome Matt Sims himself. I'm not in the studio with Keith this week, but instead recording this from our motorhome Whilst in Suffolk, I had a great time last weekend at the Norfolk show with the guys from that leisure shop. And thank you to everyone that came and said hi or made a purchase from the shop. The team will be at the Malvern show in August. I'm away with the kids at Centre Parks then. But they will be there with a wide range of luxury furniture from Crespo. Some really lovely bits and bobs from Bow Camp. Plus some great deals on Seago kayaks and paddle boards once again. But you may have heard or seen on social media that I had a nasty fall during the setup of the Norfolk show, and I managed to break a rib. Yep, it really hurt. I want to say a huge thanks, though, to the medical team at the showground, and a special thanks to the Warners team that organised the event. Their care and attention was superb. Plus, of course, a massive thanks to Darren and Jude, who continued to set up the shop without me and basically ran the thing with me moaning and groaning in the corner. Thank you, guys. But as I have said since in a recent online post, the show must go on, and so must our holiday, or I'm gonna get it in the ear from Jude. So we are here in Suffolk, in the motorhome, we've made it. In fact, I'm recording this from a lovely campsite called Wantiston Park. It's really well run and maintained. It's dog friendly and very clean. You will need leveling ramps though, if you're gonna turn up in a camper van or motorhome, as the touring pitches are on quite a slope. It's set in stunning countryside with beautiful surroundings, wildlife and fascinating history is everywhere. In fact, we've seen deer every day. It's stunning. The TV series, The Detectorists, was filmed in this local area. It was a series that we really enjoyed. In fact, the lunch tree is in the next field. You'll know what that is if you watched it. To this week's episode. I saw an article published online yesterday by my friend and recent guest of the podcast, Paul Kirby, a.k.a. the electric van man. Paul reported for the first time since records began, he thinks, the electric van market has gone backwards year on year, as of June 2023. Paul goes on to say that electric van sales have dipped this year by a massive 11.7% compared to the same period in 2022. Well, I thought, gosh, that's not good news for the evolution of the electric van and thus the realisation of the electric coach-built motorhome. In fact, will it ever happen? Hmm. Well, I was recently visited at home by the lovely Tash and John from Life Beyond Bricks. John and I are running a live session together on the transition from diesel to electric motorhomes at the upcoming Southwest Motorhome Show at Shepta Mallet. In September we will be discussing the future and the challenges of electric motorhomes and you can get an insight to our thoughts from a chat we had together in my garden so John you've been listening to these latest few episodes we've done on the transition to EV but what do you think the future actually holds for you and me as motorhome owners
1: I think it will all go electric eventually uh, we're not quite at that stage right now. Well, it, it
0: will go electric. We know that. Twenty thirty-five, everything new has to be electric.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's law. Well, the EU have gone back on that already.
0: You think that would change in the UK?
1: I don't. I'm not sure. I hope it. I hope it doesn't. Myself, we're moving on a transition. I, I'm really enthusiastic about. I think it's a brilliant idea. It is the biggest change I think since we went from horses to motorized travel yeah it, you know it is literally that big we've got to pretty much change everything for this to work it needs to be a real systematic change it's changed for the good because we've been burning fossil fuels diesel and petrol for over 100 years it's clear now that that is not the way to go and the possibilities with battery storage and EVs. The possibility of that is endless. You you used to use a car or a vehicle as your vehicle as your mode of transport or in a motorhome, obviously it's your your holiday vehicle, but now you will be actually, in the future, we will be using these vehicles multi-purpose. We will be using them, I think, as battery storage. We will be actually assisting the grid. That is the idea. We can assist the grid the peaks and troughs that there are going to be Uh, so you can actually then start taking power from your vehicle and actually feed the grid and i think this is probably another real good way of doing things as well
0: and that's a big learning curve we've never done that before
1: have we it is a huge learning curve we are literally learning i think as we go but we have some of the most clever engineers you know some of the most clever minds on this and i'm i'm really positive that i think it's going to work
0: but you're a bit of a petrol head. You're a petrol and diesel mechanic. That's how you cut your <laughs> teeth, isn't it?
1: But how do you feel about electric? Would you Would you go electric? Would you buy an electric motorhome? Definitely, I would definitely go electric tomorrow if I could. If there was an electric motorhome available, the same as mine, uh, you know, the same space and stuff like that, I would yeah, literally go for it tomorrow.
0: But you've got a massive motorhome. You've got an A-Class, <laughs> which is like a coach. It's an Andrea sonic You've got you, Tash, and the three kids in it. The cats. well you'd need a big old motor and that's just not practical yet is it
1: we are quite a way away from that i think you know i'm running at four tons so that that is going to be difficult to do with the battery technology we have at the moment but i must admit i have been watching this for quite some time and i cannot believe how fast the battery technology is moving so i don't think it's going to be too far down the line that we've got you know an extremely light energy dense battery that you, know, you could put in quite a small space uh, and it would work. You, know, you would get half-decent range.
0: So you think the 2035 deadline is going to be pushed into the future, but you say battery technology is evolving really fast. I think it's going to be 10 years before we see viable electric motorhomes, especially like yours, big ones that want to travel three or 400 miles and weigh four tonnes with all your kit and caboodle in. Bear in mind, you live in yours full-time. <laughs> Um, Do you think it'll be 10 years before we get there?
1: I really hope not. I'm hoping it's going to happen before that. An option for me, one of the options I have considered and I've looked into as well, is possibly actually retaining my vehicle that I have now and actually converting that to an EV. There are EV kits out for combustion cars now. I think there's been a Fiat 500 kit for when the Fiat 500 engine's Go pop. There's been a Fiat 500 kit for for quite some time, which you can effectively DIY kit. Just take the engine out, take all the fuel system out, and put battery and motors in, and it literally just bolts straight in, and you have yourself an electric Fiat 500. Well, you do
0: that to your motorhome.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I know you're thinking of changing it, and we've joked about what you'd buy next, but you'd consider keeping it and making it a milk float.
1: Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe not a milk flower. I'd, I'd hope it would be a bit more uh, sophisticated than that. But personally, if it is going to be 10 years before I can get something like we have now, yeah. I would rather just do it myself because I, I don't particularly want to wait that long, to be honest. I say so that the technology is moving on at an astounding rate. <laughs> When do you
0: take the plunge then? So you, your your is, what, seven years
1: old, is it now? Yes, yeah, yeah. it's
0: uh, 2016. And yeah. you've had it from new, haven't you? Uh,
1: we've had it, uh, I think it was two years old when we bought okay, it. Okay,
0: okay. So you've had it five years. And, you know, that's a fair time for ownership and a fair time to change it. But you would consider making it electric rather than buy another diesel motome and wait till the electric's evolved?
1: Definitely. I, I think the environmental issue is that big that i wouldn't particularly want to replace my motorhome right now with another combustion engine vehicle i would prefer to do something for the future and actually convert mine now Uh, obviously if something happened right now to the van if it you know, if i was involved in an accident or something like that and the, the van was written off i would have no choice but to buy another similar motorhome like you know another Sonic or something like that uh, which obviously i would have a diesel engine then and then again i would still look to probably convert that as well but how viable is it putting an electric motor in your motorhome now it would be difficult, and there's a lot of challenges. I don't think we've got the energy density and the batteries there yet. It's not, it's not what's commercially available for you to do it yourself. There's a lot of cars that are... Well, I say they're concept cars. They're not actually concept cars. They are literally going to be out by the end of this year they have extremely energy dense batteries but they're not available to me so i wouldn't be able to use those yet i'd have to go with existing technology which is a little bit older so again i would be limited on space and wait for my motor home.
0: would you just take the engine out put a motor in and use the existing drivetrain or would you put four motors in and drive each wheel how would you how would you do it
1: the is moving on so fast and we do have really good in-wheel motors now. There are companies out there that will have off-the-shelf in-wheel motors and they are ready to go. They will basically work out how to fit these in-wheel motors rather than having a transmission or drive line or a differential motor. You can actually get the motors out to the wheels, uh, which means you're actually saving all of that space in the engine bay so you could effectively use the space in the engine bay for more batteries you would have to set them a fair way back because if you know if there's impact intrusion you want to have the batteries as far back and as far inwards inboard to the, to the vehicle as possible same as you would with a with a fuel tank you don't have the fuel tank on the outside of the van you have the fuel tank quite far in so that if there's any intrusion that you're not going to split the fuel tank or, and the same with the battery you're not going to the intrusion's hopefully not going to get to the battery and do you reckon you could get this insured that is a big question uh that's probably a in a question for some insurers i i I, I really don't know um the laws of converting them are quite lax because nobody really does it yeah i'd really uh, obviously i'd have to speak to an insurance company i can't see how a electric vehicle would be any more any more dangerous than a a combustion vehicle no it's
0: no probably not but we'll ask caravan guard i know listen to this podcast regularly so uh guys if you are listening we would love your thoughts on this could you ensure an internal combustion engine motorhome that's been converted to electric would you insure it i mean that would be an interesting question this, this needs some thought doesn't it
1: yeah i bet that would be a real uh, that would be a real difficult one for them to answer but i'm really interested to know i can't see why you couldn't i'm really interested to hear what caravan guard would say about this to be honest
0: what time scale do you think you're on to be able to do this
1: i would hope it's going to be within the next sort of three years that's what i would hope and you know as we move along this journey then you know different things are going to be available to me so more more energy dense batteries and things like this so i would hope for it to be I, i say we've battered this figure with uh you know electric motorhomes like you know, coach built motorhomes large motorhomes of 10 years i i really don't want to wait that long
0: and do you think then that the powertrain option is going to be available to you sooner than a built coach built motorhome that is all electric are you make your own
1: unfortunately i think it is at the moment mm. I, I think that the the legacy automakers are are dragging their heels with the with the large van sector and they have been for a while and i understand why i know because we haven't had the energy density for them to be usable the vans that they've been making haven't a field so you know they're only really useful for final mile delivery for all these delivery companies you know they, they literally work for one thing and most companies don't want to buy a vehicle that can only do one thing mm. unless they're constrained by you know london congestion charges and stuff like that um which i think is is primarily where these vans have been used, unfortunately have really dragged their heels. And I think, I feel we're quite far behind where we could be if they started to develop and investigate this earlier. Yeah. Don't like to uh, drop manufacturers in, but I don't think if Tesla had had created what Tesla have created, these vehicles, I don't think we would be adopting passenger cars as fast as we are now.
0: Do you know what's interesting? Someone said to me today, in fact, it was Paul who was in a previous episode. He was driving his EV around trying to get charge. He makes all our orange bags. (laughs) And he said to me, he said, Matt, love the episode. It was great to be in it. He said, you know what, it was 2008 the first Tesla came into production. It was 2012 that we saw the Model X in mass production in the UK. That's that's only just over 10 years ago. And look how Teslas have evolved. 10 years is a long time. And I've been quoted as saying, you know, this is 10 years away. I'm with you. I, th- I think it could be sooner. I'm kind of still erring on the, I'm not sure, 10 years, yes, it's a long time. But a lot has to change do you think you would rename your YouTube channel "Life Beyond Diesel" from "Life Beyond Bricks"?
1: <laughs> That's a funny one. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'd this
0: could be a whole new world for you,
1: John. Uh, I'd love to name it that. That would be that would be quite something.
0: This could be a new living, a new career, converting diesel motorhomes into electric powertrains.
1: Well, there's very, very few companies actually doing it. I know of only three companies. I think that are. Converting convert what we would understand as a motorhome. We already have camper vans, we already have some you know really good camper vans in the pop top guys from the small van sector. You know we've got the ID Buzz now, which okay, he's a little bit small for my liking. A little bit small, it's tiny.
0: <laughs> it's, it is, yeah. Nissan, is. the Nissan M V two hundred is the way forward, isn't it? If you want a camper van at the moment. But yeah, the options are really limited, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting you mentioned the Nissan uh, e-NV200, should we say. That is something that we actually considered. Um, we've just actually swapped our transporter. We've got a pop-top Danbury transporter, Danbury Surf. And we have just swapped it for a little micro camper because we didn't quite need the large van with the big engine, so we've gone down to a little small micro camper. And I would have loved to have had the option to go electric on this but there was just nothing out there there was literally i think i saw one emv200 that was converted with a pop top and i think it was like 35k it was fairly old it was one of the early emv200s and i just didn't have the budget for that i just couldn't do that so again the, the option is to eventually convert that as well to electric mm. and that would be an awful lot easier to do than my coach built motorhome because it's a it's just a smaller lighter van so yeah. i wouldn't have to go huge on the batteries again i would probably have to go motor in wheel rather than bother with differentials and transmissions and things like that because there's not really anywhere else to put the batteries you'd have to have them in the engine bay it is an option that i would have loved to look at but we just didn't have the budget for it at the time
0: there are lots of challenges aren't there around this transition to net zero and to EV. It's coming, it's going to happen. There may be alternatives as well, but cost is one of them, certainly. And actually, we will be talking about this in some detail, won't we, in a live session at the Shepton Mallet Motem Show, Southwest West Campervan Show. And we've been planning a session together, John and I, at that show. So if you're coming in September, we would love to see you there, to join with us in the debate where we probably won't have many answers but we will have lots of questions. So, John, thanks for coming down and visiting me at home. Um, we're sat here in our garden with our lovely view. It is lovely, isn't it?
1: It is absolutely
0: stunning. <laughs> Look at the sun is setting over there to our to our left. And your motorhomes there to the left in the sunset. The cats are on the dashboard. I don't know where Tash is, but (laughs) it's been great to see you both and have you here with us for a few days and just take some time just to, well, have a chat, have a a beer together and plan this session uh, for September, which we're looking forward to. What's going to be the highlight for you of the show, do you think?
1: The show in general, we always... We always enjoy going to the shows. We always like to look at what's there. Always something different there. And you know, we are seeing more electric pop-top fans available yeah. as well. There's, I see you know, more every every single show we go to. We have more of those, which is, is really good to see because it's a big transition that's coming that we need to get get on top of.
0: Yeah. It's happening. Let's make sure that we're leading the fight for our corner as we transition to electric. We're the kind of nightmare, aren't we, for electric vans? We want to go a long way <laughs> with a lot of weight on board. Let's see what happens over the next five to ten years. Uh, and we look forward to discussing with you at the Shepton Mallet Show. We'll see you there. So there you are. I wasn't expecting John to say he would convert his existing motorhome to electric. That was a shock. In fact, is this something that you are considering? If so, I'd love to hear from you. John and I will be continuing this theme at the Shepton Show, and I'd love for you to come and join us and get involved in the discussion. We're on stage in the Advice Centre at 2.30 on Saturday the 9th September. Do join us if you can. But if you can't make it and would like to contribute to the discussion, you can do that too. In fact, if you have any question or comment for me, you can leave it at www.motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash ask matt just hit the orange button tell us where you are record your little question or contribution or fill in the form and you can submit your question that way if you need tickets for any of the upcoming warner shows you can get them at outandaboutlive.co.uk. just follow the link for tickets but make sure you enter the code motorhome MAT for a discount on the ticket price that's one word motorhome mat and save a few pounds on the entry price also please make sure that you follow the motorhome mat podcast on facebook instagram tiktok or linkedin we have a giveaway coming this week for a free weekend pitch at the shepton show with free tickets included to the saturday night entertainment too Mm -hmm. thank you warners right that's all from me i'm off to explore sutton who and constable country in a motorhome